Welcome to the Love Change Podcast. Hello. Kay here, Amor present. Today, we will be talking about expectations. Uh, tough topic for me personally. I don't know about you, Kay. Mm-hmm. Uh, pretty on a tough scale. Yeah, <laughs> pretty, pretty high on pretty a tough scale. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, if you like the podcast, you miss us live. It's available on YouTube, Spotify, Apple, Google, whatever. Wherever. Just check it out and leave your likes, comments, questions. Repost if you learned something and you want to share because you really want to reach more people. Suggestions for topics. Yes. Let's take the deep dive into it. You yes. got a couple of questions for yeah. me? Let's let let's hear them. Um, I have. How do you deal with your own expectations not to be met? Mm-hmm. Did you adjust your expectations towards life after your accident? And if so, in what way? Mm-hmm. How does it make you feel if you overachieve on your expectations? Okay. And what are your expectations towards your partner? Yours truly. That's me. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Ballsy questions. Ballsy, Ballsy questions. <laughs> That's what we like, no? Yeah. I'm going to recycle your last questions, right. I think. That's fine. Since you were bold enough to bounce <laughs> it my way. What I have for you. Um, name three things that you uh, found hard to integrate in your life that you didn't expect to happen. Mm-hmm. Um what does your process of adjusting your expectations look like? And what expectations did you have that were unhealthy, unsustainable, just bad expectations? The ones that you maybe have let go, maybe not, I don't know. All right. Yeah. I would say it's a good set of questions. And then what are your expectations of your partner? I got that. (laughs) But I'm going to ask it first. (laughs) Okay. Because it was my question. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay. No? okay. Yeah. 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 You, yeah. Can, you can get it. All right. You got dibs. Yeah. You got dibs on that question. <laughs> yeah, but this is the type of conversation we like. Even if the topic is pretty tough on the tough scale, this is. That's exactly good. It's going to be a nice episode. I'm excited. Yep. 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 Not really, but let's go. Yeah, you are. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> okay. May I start? Yes. Okay. How do you deal with your own expectations? Not to be met um i don't think it happens that often for me to expect something and then not happening with myself i would say Uh, that's an interesting perspective yeah i don't expect too much i do hope for the best expect the worst Um, that's an old frame of mind also I think if my expectations are not met, definitely uh, I can be disappointed. I can be bummed out. Um, I've had the experience with so many things that you would expect to be well taken care of, like healthcare, like mobility services, like a wheelchair being delivered on time, Mm -hmm. that at some point you just create distance between yourself and your expectations. Mm-hmm. But it's actually expectations towards a system, not towards yourself. So the question is more towards myself? Yeah, I want to really dig. Mm, I think towards myself, I think the biggest crumble I had in expectations was uh, the second time I went to rehab and I needed a wheelchair. Mm-hmm. And the first time I set my mind to uh, just walking out of the place, which I did. And then I kept walking for about a year, walking, falling, etc. And then, yeah, that was really uh, kind of a teardown of my biggest uh, pillar in life, which I still do believe is true, that willpower is the deciding factor between whether you do or do not achieve, yes, Amen to attain. That. So, like, if you did not get whatever it was that you wanted, I think if you're really honest, it was about that you didn't want it bad enough to do whatever it takes to. Oh, you didn't really direct like all the energies towards it. 
that's not wanting it enough in my book. Yeah. Like, yeah, if you want three things at the same time. And that might be difficult, yeah. And then two come fall through, <laughs> and then one doesn't, then boo-hoo. But, and you also greedy, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think I definitely have a big part of that. I think the biggest portion of me not meeting my own expectations is with, for instance, progress with either my book or my coaching or my whatever it is work later related yeah um, yeah I do question my path in that moment whether I'm making the right decisions do you question yourself uh, no I don't really question myself as in being good enough or smart enough or all these things no I just feel like whatever it is that needs to happen it's not being done and i don't know what it is okay. so it's more of a question mark that i am misdirected and misaligned and doing the wrong thing at the wrong time mm -hmm. and that frustrates me that don't get me wrong it's not like i'm oh yeah didn't get what i wanted to do mm -hmm. I do get frustrated, I do get bummed out, and I, uh, I definitely need time to overcome that. But I also think that's the biggest lesson for me in retrospect. I'm like, yeah, what did you expect? Like, How was you supposed to do that in that amount of time or with those little resources? Mm. Uh, but do you reflect and adapt to be like, okay, that time frame was definitely too short next time I'm going to be more soft on myself and really some things I don't realistic. expect from myself anymore like for instance if I would be moving in the house I would expect myself to help a lot but I couldn't to feel bad about that I don't expect physical labor from myself mm -mm. Um, makes sense some people still expect it from themselves yeah, yeah. it's a choice for me it was like I can still add value in different ways. Let me focus on that. And I think adapt and adjusting. Yeah, you got to really wonder to yourself what things do you really want and why? Because the wants create the expectations, I guess. And I, that's why the topic for me is more related to things that I did not expect that found me than really me right. expecting certain things and mm. then not getting them. Okay, right now, for instance, I've been sick for two, three weeks. I don't know what's wrong. I'm not good in my energy. I'm not healthy. I can't sleep well. I'm not rested well. I feel bad about that. So I guess my expectation was to have the energy and rest and performance that I'm used to and then I don't expect myself to run a marathon, but I also feel bad if I just can't do a day at the office. Mm -hmm. So that's for me more in those moments, downgrading my expectations of like, okay, now you're sick, whether you like it or not, you got to take down time. And mm -hmm. you had big plans and you had deadlines and you cannot think about those things right now. Right mm -hmm. now you need to recover. Yeah, but I need to hook in back into the things that you didn't expect that found you. Mm -hmm. Like what? Yeah, like breaking my neck. I think uh, next week is the eighth anniversary. Did not expect to break my neck. <laughs> I think no one would expect that. Yeah, I am. Sorry to be one. Bad. Yeah, no, of course you don't expect those things. Um. I think a big part of my life after the accident was a bunch of choices I had to make between options that I would not present to myself in other cases. Mm -hmm. But I was forced to make a lot of choices. And uh, those are all things that I did not expect. Mm -hmm. So if I, I don't take the daydreaming routine too often, but if I would think what would my life have looked like without an accident that was my expectation of life mm -hmm. and ever since that has been diverging 
a whole bunch of stuff has been on my path, not just bad stuff, but also very nice stuff and good stuff and a lot of personal growth and development that I did not expect. And I think when it's crunch time, like right now, also for when I invite people for on the podcast, and it's all about change and my questions are about what do you find hard about change and it's tough to talk about those things when they're happening because yeah you are bummed out like today on the couch I was laying there I was thinking like fuck everybody gets to live their life and here I am uh, on the bench again horizontal yeah yeah what the fuck looking at the ceiling uh, I do not expect that it's <laughs> something that I have to do to be able to get back up. Yeah. Um, I think I've made great progress in allowing myself in those moments to just rest instead of just being frustrated throughout the whole thing. Mm -hmm. um, not there yet to be really open about my sadness in the moment. Because mm -hmm. I've had bad experiences with it and I also don't I get people feel like cheering you up when you're sad and I'm like no I, I got the right to be sad right now if, uh, if your uh, stomach hurts then you're sad about it and do you feel like I'm trying to cheer you up you did try some yeah you did try some you're doing you and I respect that I'm, I'm just like okay uh, I've just been uncomfortable for very long and now I'm in a peak of discomfort so there's not so much nice about my day and that's okay yeah did not expect that <laughs> <laughs> there we are yeah so that's <laughs> expectations of life <laughs> yeah so say what <laughs> yeah I guess I don't know if that answers your question but it does uh, that's why also I kind of feel agitated or annoyed if somebody's really invested in having something and not having it and I'm like hey you don't realize what you do have you know mm. you look past that mm -hmm. so this yeah. this okay. week when I was feeling really bad I was thinking about Greg a friend of mine I met in the rehab clinic who also broke his neck the same way I did but he's uh, got a way worse injury so whenever I hook up with him and I see him, I really step back into, hey man, be grateful. Like, don't forget where you're coming from. Yeah. That's a beautiful one. Yeah. Yeah. Do I find it fair that I have to reach back there to find, I don't know. What, what did it? you say recently? Life's not fair. No, it's not at all. <laughs> That's what you said. Super convinced a couple no, of episodes not, ago. Life is not fair, lady. <laughs> life is not fair. No. But it's okay. Yeah. All right. Mm -hmm. The three things that uh, happened mm -hmm. you did not expect and you find hard to adjust to. Mm -hmm. Good one. I say it's going to be a long reply. <laughs> Let's see. Take notes. Take notes, people. It's a, it's a lifelong learning so far. I think the first thing is the burnout itself. Mm -hmm. But I think it's not only the burnout, but all the years before where it was building up. Mm -hmm. If I look back, there were so many signs and things that happened that were telling me hey, you should step back, you should take a rest, you should see that the universe is closing a door in front of your nose and kind of like really check up on you. Mm -hmm. But I was just pushing harder. Mm -hmm. I really, like literally, I overruled every sign that the universe would send me the way. And I was just like, no, I'm on this path, building my career, doing that. I want to have more responsibility. Mm -hmm. Here I go. So I think the burnout was just really the the last resort for my body to be like, okay, if you don't get it like that, here you go. You get a burnout for free on top of it. But I think the whole but way... But you, you named the... Sorry to interrupt you. You named the burnout now, but I know the story a bit. Yeah. But actually what happened that you didn't expect is that you did not become a sea level. 
And then you were not ever. Not really. No, not necessary. I didn't get the position that I wanted to get. I wanted yeah. to have more responsibility. It was not sea level. It was not. No, that was not necessarily the expectation. It was just like always wanting to have more responsibility, and then getting someone in front of me that was kind of like not accepting me as a leader. Mm. And then I would question myself, but actually, I was pretty good the way I was. But like this whole narrative of not seeing that this someone putting being put in front of me and not me gi being given the responsibility is a sign on its own mm. so then the burnout came at some point because my body was just way too weak to mm. deal with anything that's how I was and why it. did you find it hard to adjust to all the signals that you got along before your burnout because I find that you always anchor it in the burnout yeah no the burnout is just like the peak it's yeah. really like always building up that's why i said it's before the burnout the burnout was just like you you don't get it lady we just pull the plug mm. that was my body so but before that you had to deal with you wanted more ex mm -hmm. uh, responsibility or mm -hmm. higher positions mm -hmm. yeah faster 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 and yeah. i didn't get it at the pace i wanted to have it and why did you find it hard to adjust to yeah because i was like i'm so ready I'm so ready for it. I mm. want to have more. But I wasn't. I didn't care about the balance. I didn't care about my body. I didn't care about, like, yeah, finding my flow, really. Like, I was, in many ways, I was super good. But I was also disregarding just, yeah, the nature of a body and how much a body can cope with. Mm. So. That's number one? That's number one. Yeah. Yeah, number two is kind of based on the whole idea of having expectations. I think what I really learned is to really understand, and I didn't want to understand it for a long time. If something happens, then it's really, that's exactly what it should be. So if something doesn't happen, mm. then it's not meant to happen. To really... Yeah, for me, it was too hard to understand that I can really just have faith that life will turn out the way it should be. So this is super cryptic. The question is, yeah. what's the thing that you found hard to integrate in your life? Yeah, to unexpected, really... unexpected. What was the unexpected thing that... I was fully planned out. I was like with mid-30s, I want to be on sea level. That was my plan. Mm. And then the burnout came and I had two choices. I could go back, which like my intuition was like, that's not happening. My body was like, that's not happening. Everything mm. in the universe was, that's not happening. And the other way was to walk away from that and have faith and every, that everything will turn out the way it should be. And I still get surprised. I mean, if I wake up in the morning and I think about where I am in life, I'm like, bloody hell, I never expected that. Mm. But to have the faith every day that things will turn out the way they should be and how are they supposed to be, mm -hmm. that's something that I still find hard. Okay. But I okay. start to okay. really you find believe it in hard the magic. To do that. Yeah, to just just have faith that it's, it will be just fine. Mm. Yeah. And... Uh, Number three is, uh, I found it really hard to accept that there is someone that is you mm. walking into my life and allowing me to be who I am, letting me grow, letting me really be and flourish the way I am. Mm. And I could really feel in the beginning that I was still trying to find the bad in it. I was just like, not fully able to just believe it, to just have faith and just see, hey, mm. it's a good person and I, I actually deserve it. I really deserve mm. it. I couldn't, I really couldn't. And uh, when we've been listening to sad songs earlier, I was like, yeah, like long before I met you, I would listen to super sad songs and then kind of like be super sad and think that 
I'm not supposed to have someone in my life that mm. is just genuinely good, yeah. loving and caring. Yeah. So yeah, that's my number three. <laughs> wow, didn't expect that answer. Yeah, there you go. So you, you, you had trouble with integrating somebody who wants the best for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, to really just believe that it's there is no hidden agenda. It's just good. Yeah. It's someone that really cares for me. Someone I want half. <laughs> <laughs> we can discuss that on another level. But no, seriously, by all means. That's to amazing. accept that there is someone who really cares and that's yeah, did not expect those answers or that answer definitely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Thanks for thanks for the honesty. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Can I shoot one of you? Yeah, go, go, go. <laughs> Before I get too emotional. <laughs> um, did you adjust your expectations towards life after your accident? And if so, in what way? You replied a bit earlier about Moving I don't know, expectations example, towards life. I was reading this book you got me, the, yeah. what is it, Man's Search for Meaning. Yeah, it's one. And uh, kind of do agree with what the guy says in the book. It's, it's not what you expect from life, but what life expects from you. Amen. I love that. And... I think what I always have had before my accident was that uh, every day we make decisions. We have choices every day. They they might be very small choices. They might be very uh, forced choices. Might Mm -hmm. be choices that you would not like to make. You do not like the options. Yeah. Um, But we do choose whether we want to be happy or not. I think that never changed for me. And uh, I have burnt my fingers and hands and skin on all the uh, misalignment of what I can still expect from my body in this new form. Uh, But that's not my expectation from life. Mm. I, I still see many people reaching out to me when they are down, when they are looking to climb higher, when they want to uh, excel, uh, break through, or even uh, stop lying to themselves about being really honest. I think what my accident definitely fast forwarded me in was stop lying to myself to myself with my fears and, and live the truth walk on the rainbow it's not easy and it's an ongoing process but I yeah I really wanted to drive on my motorcycle through Russia towards China and back through Iran stay there and work that was basically as far as I had my life planned out I was studying I was about to finish my master degrees and then that was my plan and I did not have any I did not have the idea that I want to work at some corporate I do not want to stay I want to wander I want to travel and in some sense that got taken from me it's really hard for me to travel by myself really hard it's limited it's not as rough as I would like it okay I can can't jump on a motorbike. Fancy hotels will take me places, okay. But uh, I'm like, okay, this was not the experience I was looking for. <laughs> I wanted to be in the slums and stuff. Um, I still do that. Yeah, <laughs> I, that's the thing. It, it, it is a metamorphose. And maybe it has more in store for me than I expected from it. No. Wow. That's wonderful. Yeah, uh, yeah. It takes the only thing that's uh, very, very, uh, how do you say it, uh, abundant and for free is patience. But we don't know where to get it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's basically you can win that for free forever. <laughs> it's it's available at all times. Doesn't cost a thing. But you don't know where to put it, uh, where to find it. So. 
I will try to get yeah. it in bulk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, how does your process of adjusting your expectations look like? Yeah. It feels a bit like the question of last week. Uh, do you have uh, action steps? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's learning, why I have it on I'm learning list. from you. How does my process of adjusting expectations look like? There is not really a process, I would say. Mm -hmm. It's something in between storming and not accepting that I didn't meet something and then adjusting it, being disappointed, mm -hmm. being upset. Mm -hmm. And at the same time, also thinking, yeah, but being upset and disappointed doesn't do anything good in this situation so beating yourself up doesn't add any value so seeing that you want to you want to say something <laughs> no may, mm. I, may i continue yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm <laughs> okay listening. <laughs> so trying to see the good in it is the best perspective I could gain over the years. Is it patience? Is it just sitting with it? Whatever it is, but being like, okay, you didn't meet it. How can you get there without frustrating, without frustration? Mm -hmm. So I think this is just the best progress for me. To process? Move. That's the process. Pro hmm? Yeah, my process is to not allow myself to beat myself up, really mm. deny to beat myself up. I just like put it on a scale and I'm like, all the negative thoughts, they don't bring you any further. Mm. So this is not the process. This is not a step and in the process. how long have you had this process? Pretty for some time. No. Yeah, I'm not saying I'm living it every oh, okay, time. Okay, okay. <laughs> But no, then that's the thing. You have a theory and what is your practice? The practice is to practice. No, but what happens in real life? For instance, the example of wanting to live your planned out life to be yeah. somewhere at some point. Yeah, many examples where I was beating myself up. But the more I was seeing that behavior and analyzing it, I was like, does it add any value? Mm. Like, that's my question. Does it add any value? And I'm like, no. So, yeah, and then I can stay still with it for some time. But the more I ask that question and the more I sit with that question, I'm like, okay, it doesn't add any value. Let go of it. Mm. Focus on the other side. Mm. And that way makes it... And what are the values that you check for yourself when you're checking? Does it add any value? How does it make me feel? Is it a plus or is it a minus? Mm. If it creates a minus, it's deprecating me as a person, deprecating my value. Then I'm like, it doesn't serve anything good. So mm. that's like, yeah, is it a plus or is it a minus? Does it add value or does it take away? That's why, that's my measurement stick. Mm. Yeah. And then you check whether it's adding value or not. And then you adjust it just like that. Not just like that, but I allow myself to be open to find a new process, to find a new alteration to get where I want to get. But you do not change where you want to get. I think about it if that's needed as well. But I mean, in some sense, there was a goal set. I don't think the, like, no, I wouldn't say I changed that because I'm like, I think I'm conscious enough at the moment to be like, if this is the goal I set, you can adjust it a bit, but like in the great view of things, mm -hmm. it's where I want to go. And then, yeah, maybe the way the, 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 the road takes me a bit more left or right, but probably these are also stops that I needed. It's never a straight mm -hmm. way to where you want to get. No. But yeah, also like, fishing for the learnings of those things that bring you kind of astray from where you want to go mm. and to see also what this is for. 
like I don't know if I skirt around doing something I'm like yeah either I'm not ready or I'm just lazy <laughs> what is it figure it out if that makes sense yeah it makes me wonder a bit because I feel like for instance a simple ex example um, let's say you expect it to be a sunny day mm -hmm. and then it's not because we're in Holland yeah how do you what is the process of adjusting your expectation on a day like that looking for the rainbow looking for the rainbow no I met a girl once at uh, Yagoi uh, I was talking to her and she gave me such a beautiful thing she was like, uh, I woke up this morning and my daughter, I think she was three or four, um, were looking out the window and then the mom said, oh, what a sad day. And the little one looked at her and was like, why? Mm -hmm. And she was like, yeah, it's super gray and it's rainy. And the little one couldn't get the message at oh. all. And I said, you know, maybe sometimes you just really like, there is nothing wrong about gray. No, there is no. nothing wrong about a rainy day. So find the good in that. Mm. So, yeah, I found that, you know, kids have the best advice. <laughs> Definitely. Seriously. Yeah, the kids don't have beautiful. much expectations of life. Yeah, and they also don't judge. They're just like, oh, it's a day. Like, mommy, what makes you say that it's a mm. sad day? I don't get it. Super cool. <laughs> so that was one of the things, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. How does it make you feel if you overachieve on your expectations? Does it give you anything of like, oh, then uh, my expectations was not set. My goal was not set high enough. Found it a really uh, weird uh, question. <laughs> I'm well known for those weird questions. <laughs> How do I feel when I overachieve on my expectations? Yeah, do you just like basically tap yourself on the shoulder being like, yeah, I did really good. And you're like, ha, maybe the goal was not far enough or high enough or that's what I was aiming at with the question. I don't really uh, think that I am the reason why there was any overachievement. Yeah, but you work towards it. If you think about your webinar yeah. and uh, I don't know, you would have finished a week earlier and 100 people would have signed up, yeah. would you be like, oh yeah, maybe I should have uh, set more goals no, then I really feel very lucky. Okay, that's good. That's I great. think a big part of uh, success is definitely preparation, good work, uh, but definitely also that things align correctly and luck. I think that's not the reply that everyone will give. I think that's beautiful. Yeah, I remember when I started the Yoga Nidra at Yagoi and it just exploded like super big classes mm -hmm. all the time like all the other teachers were like well what's happening it's not because i felt like i was the one the reason mm -hmm. and then when it went down magus was also like yeah you're doing something wrong not great. Not. but i don't feel yeah. like that at all i feel like i'm in that sense a small thing in the bigger picture, picture. and my expectations are even a smaller part of a small thing in the bigger picture. That's beautiful. So I wouldn't really... Uh, I think the question for me applies more towards other people. So if I do not expect somebody to do something and they do it, it's really humbling. Mm -hmm. uh, and when you do expect somebody to do something and they don't, it's very painful or disappointing yeah. and uh, also makes you question how much you feel entitled because like for instance for me one thing that I really find hard that yeah really hard is uh, when somebody let's say I have an appointment with somebody and yeah. they don't show up or they show up and they're eating their food and they're not ready for the appointment at all mm -hmm. I feel like the respect isn't matched yeah Somewhere I expect an apology. Some somewhere I expect an apology. Mm -hmm. But if the other person's like, what's the big deal? I'm here. 
okay, mm-hmm. I'm eating my food, but like, whoop to do. Yeah. Then I, I'm like, wow, this person is so rude or they don't even apologize. Mm-hmm. I get that. And then, okay, then I can label that person as unapologetic or like not giving fucks. Or maybe I am very sensitive in that moment. Yeah, like you feel not take have been taken serious, or the 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 appointment mm. haven't been taken as serious no. as you are taking it. Yeah, I think that the under promise and overachieve or over deliver really works well with other people, but with yourself, I find it, for instance, for my body, sometimes it performs way better than I would expect it. Mm-hmm. But I, I do not feel like I am the reason, okay, I'm watching my diet, you are helping me with that, I'm taking my rest. But I just feel lucky. Like when I get told in the hospital after being completely paralyzed from the neck down for three months that that's it and I keep meditating and sending out the good mantras uh, and it does recover still I feel lucky it's not because I feel like oh look at what I did of course because then also when it doesn't when my right hand doesn't come back when I do not get as far as I would like to then it's again me and I did have that part of it if I may recite you Mm. You said once, my prayers are very strong. So it's like... But you cannot pray the sky to be purple, you know? it's something You can maybe <laughs> next slide. No, but we are not talking about that, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah no, I agree. Uh, so I think you can give yourself a bit more credit. That's how I feel. Maybe when I will feel better not being sick, I will give myself <laughs> credit okay. because right now I'm also like, yeah, I really want to... I expect myself to be healthy and I'm just not getting healthy for no apparent reason. So then I'm like, okay, I don't want to beat myself up with a stick because I'm just sick. So then when I am healthy, I also don't want to give myself taps on the shoulder like, ha, look at me. But still, your mindset plays a big portion. Yeah, yeah, but the question is not per se about the mindset. It's like... How do you feel if you overachieve on your expectations? I just feel lucky, blessed in that blessed. sense. Yeah, yeah, I just feel blessed. And That's all. a very humble perspective. That's beautiful. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. What expectations did you have that were unhealthy or unsustainable? Haha. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, big smile. Yeah. Because I know what uh, reply you would expect, mm-hmm. but that's not the one I'm going to give you. I think uh, the most unhealthy one and unsustainable one that I had was that career would give me a meaning in life. Mm-hmm. Building a career would give me a purpose in life. Okay. And this is so unsustainable. I really overvalued career over life. I really many what was times it you expected in your career to find purpose and meaning. Yeah, and find purpose and meaning, but also just completely diminish living life. I was just working. I was just focusing on a career. I thought this is life, but it's not. It's like you need to find the balance out of those two. And it can be like something that if you really find your purpose, that's what I'm finding now, it becomes part of your life and it doesn't feel like a job. But I was really just like, hey, building a career in corporate is going to give you the meaning. It's going to give you satisfaction. It's going to make you happy running after something that was literally around the corner, the next Mm. promotion, the next whatever. It was like, yeah, this is going to make you happy. That was my idea. And yeah, today I can say I was pretty wrong. (laughs) So, yeah, it's a big smile. What what creates such an expectation? Super weird. 
This reminds me of my cousin Damon. He also、mm. really believes I, that the Holy Grail is. I hear that when he's talking. Yeah,、Absolutely. right. He's like,、ah! I want that. I want that in capital.、Mm, yeah. When I talk about my career, he's like, I want that.、Mm-hmm. I want to be called vice president. I want to get that. I think you know that's why I would like. You can never、um, learn people about it. I think everyone needs to find out for themselves. That's why. Yeah,、uh, a lot of people have to find out the hard way. Absolutely, but I also believe this is meant to be this way. I would have never listened to someone if someone would like my ex would have told me like you're going crazy, you're working too much, and I was just like,、huh, you don't understand what a career is about. So I can be pretty assholey. You just jealous. Exactly, like give me a break. Come on. So I think for me it was really running after something that maybe we didn't have as family. Like my parents were really. Many years, very hard trying to establish a life、mm-hmm. for us and、um, have enough money to make it possible for me to study. That's why we moved countries when I was young, etc., etc. And、um, it kind of, I think, I was programmed as a kid to understand or to think that money is more important than anything else. To like really approach a career, have、mm-hmm. enough money is more important than. Relationship,、mm. then、uh, connection, in、mm. some sense, and that's why for me that was the ultimate goal. It was the highest, the highest. Absolutely.、Thing. That sucks. Yeah, but、uh, yeah, as I often say, I would not, I would not give that, that. That's also why you appreciate so many things so deeply now. Yeah, absolutely. Like sometimes I might say that I. Feel like twelve years passed like this, and I think when three two years ago when the burnout was really on, I was really upset, but even angry at myself how I could let pass twelve、mm. more like very important years of my life,、mm. and just like bad built my career, but at some point I understood that it all. Taught me a lot, and to take the learning is the most important. And to wake up with thirty-eight and be like, "Yeah, you're thirty-eight.、Mm-hmm. You're not twenty-six anymore." Still, like, I understand now, and now I'm in the position to say, "I'm not looking back, being sad or being upset, being angry at myself. Not at all. I see that it was good for what it was That's for. That's great person, but." Yeah, it was really for me. If you would have asked me, if you would have would have put five options on the table, one would be career. I'd be like, this is my number one, this is my number two, and this is my number three, and everything else. Yeah, will follow. Yeah.、Wow. <laughs> yeah. You basically met a different person when you met me. Yeah, I can't imagine <laughs> such a high value like career is. But I wasn't cold-hearted. Don't get me wrong. I like I had a lot. No, you of... don't have to be cold-hearted to do that. But you really expected a lot to come from having a career. Yeah. 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 I guess that explains also why you were willing to invest so much in it.、Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, and also just misuse my body so much. Because、mm. I was like, you're building for something really no, greater just, than that. No, but just you—you use the example of misusing your body, but a lot of para people spend a lot of time in their life just partying like crazy, doing fun stuff, and you were probably—I didn't know how you spell party. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I didn't even drink for many years because I was like, I need my focus. Can、uh, I drink? Distracts me from the real thing. Career. <laughs> yeah.、Wow. Welcome to the land of the living. Yeah, absolutely. I love it here. Can I say a bit longer? <laughs> yeah, a little bit. <laughs> closing round. Last drink. Last drink. Tonight's last drink. Okay. Yeah. Wow. That's good. Yeah. Good for you. Thanks. I got a person I want for you. Yeah. 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 Next question. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What are your expectations towards your partner? Towards my partner. I expect them, yeah, to really reach for their stars from their perspective.、Um, 
in the sense that I also expect from myself is to like be responsible for your own happiness really uh, take action in that sense of the things that you make you happy make sure you get them the things that give you joy make sure they're a part of your schedule and uh, the thing that you can do that nobody else can make sure you do it hmm? make sure you do it yeah so uh, but besides that just be you be unapologetically you i would not uh, want to be conforming myself to anything less than myself and i also don't expect that from my partner so don't try to fit in don't uh, walk away from yourself don't um, even put me above yourself like i also feel a lot of times that you are <clears throat> going out of your way to make life comfortable for me and i'm like no that's not that's not what i, I kind of disagree but <laughs> yeah you know, that's the thing that's maybe my twisted perception sometimes maybe. also but i really uh, feel like uh, it makes me happy when i see other people shine that's why i'm also a coach Mm. That's why also I bundled what I've learned yeah. in a way that it's accessible for more people to shine. And not in the sense that shine is about being above the average, but just waking up with a smile. And you do that every day, so I think that that's beautiful. I do. Yeah, you do. Yeah. Most of the days. Yeah. I think, yeah, for the rest, no. Don't uh, expect much, but like, uh, yeah, I offer a lot of peace, I guess, myself. If somebody's very not peaceful, then I might get, <laughs> might be a period that I go through, but for the rest, I expect also some sense of uh, groundedness. Mm -hmm. But I think it falls more under being yourself, I think. Otherwise, I wouldn't be with you if you weren't grounded. You have a different sense of grounding than I have, but... Definitely. You definitely ground me, yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. Right. Yeah. We're right back at you. What do you expect of your partner? <laughs> I think first and foremost that they try to be their best version every day because mm. personal growth really means a lot to me and I think that's the only constant in life they must change really to yeah try to be your best version every day mm. and follow your dreams and um, yeah kind of spiritually grow together within change, within striving to be your best self. Mm -hmm. And I really believe that's possible. It's like... What does that mean, spiritually growing together? Yeah, to have someone who is really inspiring me, who is mm -hmm. making me a better version of myself as well. It's like giving it back and forth. Like if I strive every day to be the best version of myself, mm -hmm. which I try, I also play it back at you. Mm -hmm. Because then I inspire you yeah, and sparkle true. something in you. And if you do the same, it kind of multiplies. Mm. So I think that's something that, yeah, is really important for me. And I think to have my back, we still haven't fully defined what that means. Mm. But yeah, like being a cornerstone for me, someone that I can lean on mm. and someone who allows the space and holds the space to, for me to be myself, mm. that's pretty important. I didn't experience that many times in life. Mm. And 
on some sense I wasn't allowing it, but I also feel like I never had that kind of depth in a relationship mm-hmm. as we have, but really someone where if I feel miserable, if I have whatever crazy thoughts, I can just open up yeah. and talk about it. I think that's pretty important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Having my back. Means listening to your crazy thoughts. That's, that's, that's <laughs> no, come on, don't play it down. No, being someone who I can really talk to. No. I mean, having my back, you know what that means. Mm. Have someone who has your back. It's not that I need someone to lean on, not at all. Don't get me wrong, it's absolutely not the direction. But in to explain it in the model, there are two types of relationship. One is an A and the other one is a H. Mm. And basically the A is like if one walks away, then the other one collapses. And the H is really, if one walks away, the other one is still super stable. And I found that when I heard about it for the first time, I was like, yeah, that's exactly what I mean. It's mm. like really two equal, strong individuals that have in mind to make the other person, to make themselves, to be the best version of themselves. And by that, making the other one, like really wanting the best for the other one as well. Mm. Yeah, sparkling, sparkling the sparkle. Sparkle Inspiring. spark, spark. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. love, I mean, I love when I see the spark in your eyes when you achieve something mm. and when you feel good and when you like the food and when we go out or go wherever and I see that and you really like, you have this uh, content look on you and you're like, yeah, she is an amazing woman. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, if you have that look on you and that's basically why I'm like, yeah, someone is really meeting my expectations because he gives me back what I'm giving him. Amen. Amen. (laughs) Yeah. There we go. Thanks for tuning in. About to cry right now. So... uh... (laughs) Drop a like, a comment, share, share whatever. Can also you, drop a tear. Yeah, <laughs> drop tears, drop a beard. Um, I don't have that. I don't know what you guys found the episode like. I think it was a pretty uh, powerful episode. I think so too. Uh, if you missed the live stream, it's available on YouTube, all the other podcast subscriptions. Share it with your friends who you think might appreciate the content we're creating. Tag us. We really want to um, reach more people. And also find out who are these secret admirers. Yes, please. <laughs> Live every Tuesday. Seven. We changed the time from eight to seven because uh, winter is coming soon. <laughs> or go to bed. No, but it's just, uh, yeah, hopefully it works for all of you. And if not live, then uh, <laughs> all the channels. Thank you so much, For guys. tuning in. Thanks for the honesty, Kay. Thank you for being honest and open. I really appreciate that. And I know how hard some topics are, but I think it's beautiful to be that vulnerable and open-minded. Most definitely. Most definitely. Cool. Love change out. Love change out. See you guys. Bye-bye.